Eat that box in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Forever waiting for someone to like us. Bitches love record players. Okay, don't swallow it, that's gross. Hello, my little sex kittens. This is Raven, and welcome to Raven After Dark. Meow, bitches, and welcome back to another spicy episode of raven after dark how's everybody doing how are we feeling i want us all to start with some breath work we're just going to do a quick little breath exercise so take a second close your eyes if you're driving you can do this just keep your eyes open please uh we're going to exhale pushing out any negativity or anything that is not serving our higher power we're going to inhale for one, two, three, four. We're inhaling positivity and good vibes. We're going to hold it for a second. And then lion's breath, push out all the bad vibes. Do that one more time for me. All right, so let's get into this shit. Has anybody been super in their feels these past couple weeks? Because I know... I have. And just like every other basic white woman, I'm going to blame it on the moon. Uh, there is an actual super moon, super, super, super moon on my actual birthday, the 13th. And a super moon just means that the moon appears closer than it is. It's the largest it, it looks all year. Um, it's, you know, lighten your way for new positive energy and growth, shedding our old selves leveling up, become becoming a better person, trying to have better influences in our life, be an inf a positive influence to other people. You know, it's just the moon vibes, bro. I uh, sat outside and made a little money bowl, trying to manifest more money into my life. Send me all your money. <laughs> but it's been really emotional and it's just been a lot of uh, a lot of feelings and a lot of things that have happened. So let's get into the shit. It all started July 4th weekend when my beautiful bestie from high school came into town with her husband and their beautiful, beautiful little angel child. I think about it now makes me cry. I have literally never seen a human being that was so beautiful. And it was, you know, it's kind of crazy. Obviously, you know, she was pregnant for nine months, but with COVID going on, I never saw her pregnant in person. I never touched her belly. I never got to smell her. I never got to rub her feet. It, it, you know, it sucked, but it was COVID and flights have been so fucking expensive. So I, and obviously I'm grown. I get how babies work and how they're made. I also don't get it. It just, they're huge, tiny vaginas. I don't know. <laughs> so I was very excited to meet this little human. So excited, in fact, that I had all this anxiety leading up to it that he wasn't going to like me. Mind you, this kid is four months old. <laughs> he is a wee baby. Uh, but I was just so stressed. I was just so stressed. He's not going to like me. I don't want to have on too aggressive a smells because I wear different oils. So I put on like lavender and vanilla and this water goddess one, um, softer smells, a little more flor florally, but not like I smell like your grandma. I met my friends at the brewery 
they had a little meet and greet and I saw her and I gave her a hug and I saw her husband and then I saw the little baby stroller and my eyes started to water. And honestly, it took me a couple of minutes. I went and sat down and just kind of looked at it and was like, wow, this is real. Like my friend made a human. She made an actual fucking little baby. So I finally got the courage. Maybe not the courage, just the, uh, yeah, I guess the courage. We could call it courage. Got the courage, walked up to him, and just eyes started watering instantly. My heart just melted. He is so beautiful. He is so perfect. Just the most, like, it's crazy to think that my friend made that. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Ah, so beautiful. And then I was able to hold him and then I did cry. And <laughs> it's, you know, it's crazy. I've never wanted children in an interesting spot with it all right now. We're going to get into that more. Um, but just the love that this little bean has for my best friend and her husband is a type of love that I have never seen in my entire life. And the way that he looked at her and the way that he smiled and it just, and the way that he even looked at me, like, you know, he didn't really, he doesn't know me. This is just some tall random lady that's staring at him, trying not to cry. Like, what are you doing lady? Get your shit together. Just so much love and so much happiness and just so much pure joy and bliss in his eyes, in his energy, in his little bean body, it just melted me. And honestly, in meeting him, I want to be a better person for him. I want to be a good example and a role model for him. I want to be the cool, crazy aunt that shows up when you're older with drugs, but with candy and toys and cats in my bags and crystals. And I just want to show you the world. And so I just saw him as like, wow, like I need to not be a piece of shit trash panda human and actually get my life together so I can be an example for this child. Well, of course, we're at this brewery. Well, we start drinking. I start drinking with her mom, and I fucking love this woman. My friend's parents have been like parents to me for the past 14, yeah, 14 years that I've known her. So it's just cool to you know, be an adult and have adult conversations. And, of course, we start talking about babies. And then my friend brings over her baby, and it's like, oh, you know, I'd love to have a cousin. I'd love to have someone to hang out with. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. We need a man before we can make this happen. Uh, I guess we could do artificial insemination, but I'd much rather – I think it would be way more fun with a man. But I started talking with her mom and just – you know, it's, it's interesting when you get older and the idea of having kids and being a mom and destroying your vagina and your body for this tiny little human being, um, it's a very interesting feeling and a very interesting sensation. And that weekend, man, I came, ha, I came home from that and they live on the other side of town with me. So it was like a 40 minute drive and I, <laughs> God bless my roommate and her ex-boyfriend now we'll get into that later uh was over and I just came in and I was a hysterical hot mess I was crying I was ugly crying I was sobbing it's like what the fuck is going on it's like I'm gonna be alone forever like I'm never gonna experience a love like that I'm never gonna find a love like that like blah 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 I was a hot mess and just cried and cried and cried and you know it felt a lot it felt really good to cry and I felt better after crying and just kind of working through those emotions and feelings because I've never I've never had that before 
how I felt on that night was the closest I felt to wanting to have a child. But diving into it deeper, I don't necessarily know if it's if it's the okay, we're really gonna get into the shit. Um, I don't necessarily know if it's the desire to have a child, if it's more so the desire to feel love and affection like that. Um, it's, it was a really powerful feeling and it was something I've never felt. And as someone who does not want to have children, it kind of terrified me thinking about like, will I ever experience a love like that? Will I ever have a sensation like that? Um, and I guess looking back on it, like I have, and I did, you know, I had that experience with my friend's baby. Now, obviously I imagine it'd be a lot more intense, a lot more powerful with my own little human being. But for right now, you know, they've left, they're back in Colorado. They've gone home. I've calmed down. I've cried. Um, I've masturbated about it. (laughs) Maybe a weird way to word that. Um, you know, like masturbating to energetically work through feelings and emotions and to help you process things. And lately, quick side tangent, lately I've been masturbating to what I want to manifest. So it's been my dream home and I masturbate to what my dream morning would be like in my life and like what my house is. I don't know. It's pretty cool. So I just kind of like put out energy and good vibes towards that of like, help me figure out what I really want, help me figure out what's going to make me happy. That's what matters at the end of the day. And that's what I've realized, you know, coming to realize more and trying to understand and actually put into actions of what fulfills me and what makes me feel whole, feel whole and feel like I'm being held, I guess, (laughs) because I just want to be held like a baby. Why isn't, why is that so difficult? Uh, So yeah, we're getting into our feelings this week, folks, and we're going to really talk about it all. (laughs) So my friend left, baby fever faded, uh, reflecting on life, on how I feel about things. And now we come on to the best day of the year, my motherfucking birthday. This year was a much much more casual birthday compared to last year, which on honestly I think is for the best because I don't know if I could handle getting caught up at the border two years in a row. I was going to try to go to Rocky point, but then just stuff didn't work out. People couldn't get time off. I was like, you know what? I've always been one. I'd rather be around lots of people for my birthday. Um, just try to soak up as much love as possible. Like when I was a kid, my mom would always tell us like, okay, you can either have a big birthday party and buy all your friends, or you can have a sleepover and have like three or four people over. And I was like, "Mm, I just want to have everybody around me for my birthday and give me all the love and all the attention. So that's what we did. Uh, that's what I did. We originally were supposed to get a cabana that ended up not working out. So I went to Walmart and bought this blow up pool, like a 10 by six or something pool, put that bitch in the backyard, bought stuff to do a slip and slide, but didn't actually get to making the slip and slide, which I'm kind of glad about because I didn't mow the grass and it's not long, but it's not short. And there's definitely an anthill in a couple places. So just the backyard, the grass areas now belongs to the ants and the bugs out there and the dead birds and my cats eat. That's all you guys were going to say on the porch, but had a great time for my birthday on my actual birthday when I got pancakes with my roommate. Um, and then this past weekend we had a little get together and a little party. Now I'm really silly when it comes to my birthday and I just in general and all things in my life, too much stress and too much pressure on situations. 
And I got all cut up on like, all right, which boy am I going to invite to my birthday party this year? Like, who's going to be the birthday boy? And I put too much energy into people. And I'm always the one leading conversations. I'm always the one reaching out. And it's just that's just me. You know, I want people to be included. I want people to hang out. And it's like, why not just hang out? But I've come to notice that the people that I'm putting my attention and effort into, I'm not necessarily getting that back. So to pick the birthday boy this year, I was like, Hunger Games status up in this bitch. Survival of the fittest. Not really. I just honestly was like, who's going to make an effort and ask like what I'm doing for my birthday and like what's going down? So this lucky lad asked me, asked me twice. And I was like, you know what? Winner, winner, chicken dinner. You get to come to the birthday party. You get to hang out and be involved. <laughs> uh, so birthday party happens. People show up. Birthday boy shows up and I don't know what happened folks but it was like a cold front came through and (laughs) ah I felt like I got iced out I felt like I not necessarily got ignored but was hoping to get more attention out of the situation and felt like I got none which is interesting and frustrating and I realized that I put too much pressure internally on this and like this person this individual doesn't realize any of this I know he listens to the podcast he's gonna hear this eventually hey um I tried to talk to you about it in person today but you just had stuff going on and it didn't work out and I didn't want to text you about it so instead of I don't fucking know reaching out I'm just gonna podcast about it and hope that you reach out to me ah this is my fucking life everybody This is my fucking life. Um, Yeah, you know, ultimately it's just like, it's confusing because I have made very blatant comments to this individual about how I want them to fuck me and I thought that's what we were doing and that's what we were doing for a little bit and this individual just kind of like brushing off my comments and not really reciprocating the way you'd think somebody would when they blatantly tell you they want you in their vagina. Um... So I was kind of hoping that like, oh, you know, maybe we'll have like this hot moment and we'll sneak off in the middle of the party and go fuck in my room and I'll come out and be like, tee hee hee. Nope. Didn't happen. Not anything close. Uh, felt like I was ignored, but <laughs> that's okay. Um, so, you know, it's just, it's just interesting. And like, I get it. You know, it's a party. I'm hosting it. It's my birthday party. People are coming up and talking to me and I'm trying to make sure everybody's okay. But like, you still could have put forth an effort to talk to me. And, like, check in on me and see how I was doing. So it's just, it's confusing and it's conflicting because we had this original agreement of, like, cool, we're just going to be fuck buddies. And that was cool for a bit. And then, you know, didn't hang out for a couple weeks because of our schedule. And then we finally get to hang out and it's like, it's cold in here. There must be a frigid vagina in the atmosphere. (laughs) You know, I never actually watched those Bring It On movies. Um, my mom was really strict and controlling. So yeah, it was just a weird night and I didn't get fulfilled in the way that I wanted to get fulfilled. And you know what? 
it's not even necessarily about having sex. Birthday sex would have been great. You know, I technically had birthday sex last year, but I was blackout, so I don't remember it, so I don't count it. And the year before that, that Christian dude was fucking crazy. He didn't fuck me. And then the year before that, uh, I went to Rocky Point with my ex and friends and got in a huge fight with my ex. So I don't think we had sex either. So it's maybe been five years or so since I've had birthday sex. And, like, I just want to get fucked on my birthday. I just want to be fucked in general. Like... I don't understand why this is so difficult. But my love language is touch, physical touch. I want to be touched, and I didn't get touched, and it really sucked. Um, <laughs> it, uh, it was disappointing. It was disappointing, to say the least. So he stayed the night, crashed out, cuddled a little bit in the morning. I was like, okay, this is cool. This is nice. And then he kissed me goodbye, and that was it. Went to bed. Or went back to sleep, crashed out on the couch, and then woke up and was fucking sad. I was so sad and felt so empty. And I was like, Raven, you are a dumb bitch. How do you have a literal party for you, have your house full of people that love you and care about you, and you feel empty inside and you felt lonely, you know? Like, you, you're a dumb bitch. Like, <laughs> stop putting this pressure on yourself and stop putting this pressure on these situations and you know I feel like yeah I'm just a silly goose I'm just a silly goose who wants to be cuddled and held but doesn't necessarily want to make the effort to connect with new people and new individuals so I can I continue going back to old situations but they're not fulfilling me and they're not filling my cup but it's comfortable and I enjoy those people I enjoy their company but it's not it's not doing it for me. So, you know, it's like I'm craving an affection and attention that I once had, but I'm never going to get it again. So I need to find a way to be able to sit with myself in that and hold my own space for me and metaphorically and emotionally big spoon myself. You know, when I was uh, over the 4th of July, I was talking to my friend's aunt and I've known her as long as them. She's an amazing woman. Um, but she's single and she hasn't, I mean, she's kind of dated people since I've known her, but she's never really had like a super serious relationship. And I was just talking to her and I was asking her like, you know, like how, how do you do it? Like you have to get lonely. Like how do you sit with that space by yourself? She's like, Miha, like I meditate, you know, and it, and there's definitely times where I get lonely and there's definitely times where, you know, I wish I had that person, but then also like, I'm at an age now where I'm so in my routine and I'm so comfortable with where I'm at that I feel like it would it would cause me to be uncomfortable to try and change that and to be a different person. You know, she's my mom's aunt. I don't know how old you are, Nina. Uh, or not my mom's aunt. My friend's, <laughs> my friend's aunt. Um, Mid-40s, I believe. Late-40s. Um, you know, so what she's like, I... I just meditate a lot and just being able to quiet my mind and quiet my thoughts and remind myself, you know, I'm a bad bitch and I have a great life and I'm happy. And she, for her, she was saying how family is super important. And that's something that I've always loved about my friend's family is that they're all really close. They all hang out. They all do stuff together. And it's really cool because my family isn't like that. We don't have that tight knit, tight knitness about it. Um, y'all are fucking crazy, but I love the crazy. <laughs> You're never going to scare me off. Um, so 
meditating is something that I've been wanting to get into. I meditated the other night for the first time trying to go to sleep and I just had a bunch of random things come up. So that's the thing with meditating is that it takes practice. It takes time and it's not easy to quiet your mind. We're so stimulated all the time that it's normal for it to take some time and take some practice. So I will keep you guys updated on my meditating journey and see where that takes me. So things I've learned in 28 that I'm going to take into 29. Uh, It's okay to be alone. It is totally okay to be alone. And even when you think that you are alone and you have no one, you're being fucking silly. You're being goofy and you're being a dumb bitch because we all have people in our lives that love us support us and care about us you know it's just it's different types of love and it's different types of affection and I think society Hollywood media tells us that you know there's not any movies I can't someone tell me I'm wrong send me a movie there's no movies about a single woman just being a bad bitch, being herself. I'm sure there's something out there, but that's not mainstream. Mainstream, we grow up on these stupid Disney movies. We grow up with all these romance novels. And it's just, it's not that it's not fake, but it's okay to not be that. And it's okay to not fit into that box. It's okay to be a single woman, however old you are, and not have kids or not want kids. That's totally fine. Finding the way to sit in that space and to tell yourself and remind yourself that it's okay. Like right now I'm trying to build a career. I'm trying to build an empire. I'm trying to become financially secure so I can help my friends and family so I can support people in ways that I haven't been before. So it's like right now I'm trying to get that bag. I'm trying to make money. I don't have the mental capacity to actually be in a relationship. But God damn it, someone fucking suck on my toes. <laughs> I just scared my cat when I said that. <laughs> so what I am learned from 28 going to 29, it's okay to be alone. You're not alone. Stop being a little bitch and being afraid to fail. You're going to fail. The only way you're going to figure out to succeed and do better is if you fail. What's that quote by Einstein? He's like, I didn't figure out a bajillion ways. You know, I didn't fail a million times with me. Not Einstein. Oh, my God. I'm fucking high right now. What's the uh, Edison? Thomas Edison, the light bulb, right? But didn't he really not make the light bulb? Wasn't it Tesla? Whoever the fuck said I didn't fail a million times and making the light bulb. I found a million ways that it doesn't work. So we have to put ourselves out there. We have to push new boundaries, push new limits, and not be afraid. Because my biggest fear, you want to get real deep, my biggest fear in life is amounting to nothing. And it's hilarious because, this podcast example, I feel silly at times and I feel just dumb for doing this. So then I don't put out an episode and I put it off for days. Well, now I'm slacking. Well, my biggest fear is to amount to nothing. Well, if I'm too afraid to actually take the steps to even try to amount to nothing, it's just like, it's just this terrible circle and cycle of just being afraid and just being a pussy bitch. Pussy bitch! You know, we say the word pussy bitch and pussy derogatory, but honestly, pussy's really great. So... I don't know. We'll think of new words. So 29, I'm going to be comfortable with being alone and being by myself. I'm not going to be afraid and I'm not going to be a pussy bitch. (laughs) And 
I am going to become the backbone that I need and become the support system that I need. Because at the end of the day, you only have yourself and you have your cats. But if you have cats and you're having a mental breakdown, they're probably hiding somewhere watching you have a mental breakdown. It's okay. You'll find them eventually and and then they'll cuddle you. I have to say quick side tangent with an inside tangent with an inside tangent. I woke up the other day and all four of my cats were in bed with me. Oh, I was so happy. Honestly, waking up surrounded by cats, I think is better. It is better than waking up and having a person in your bed. I do have to say. I do have to say, you know, they're all so cute. And those fucking little cat faces and their toe beans. I love it. So overall... I had an amazing birthday. I was able to see so many people that I love and care about. Super shout out. I don't even know if Austin listened to this, but super shout out to my fucking friend Austin for coming and hanging out. It was so great seeing you. Shout out to big fucking Stapes for finally coming over to my house. It's been like four years. I've been trying to get that fucker to come over and I can feed him and I was able to feed him. And he said that we can't be friends once I turn 30. So motherfucker, you best believe that we have a lot of hanging out to do this year. (laughs) Uh, But birthdays are a trip, guys. It's important to celebrate you. It's important to take, give yourself a day to do something nice for yourself. Do something self-care-ish. Wash your hair, put lotion on, get your nails done, uh, buy yourself something, go for a walk, remind yourself what you're grateful for. Let's do a gratitude check in real quick. Mm. On my, what's today? The 18th, fifth day of being 29. By the time this comes out tomorrow, I'll be the sixth. I am grateful that I was born. I am grateful that I have so much love in my life and people that care about me. I am grateful that I finally started taking lactose pills because let me tell you, if you have stomach problems, these lactose pills, I I just got them from Walgreens, I think. I ate probably three-fourths of a cake yesterday and we got pizza. My stomach feels great. I have been having amazing poops. So grateful for lactose pills. Um... I'm grateful that I woke up today. I'm grateful that I went to the gym. I'm grateful I've been consistent. And I'm grateful that I got to pet some dogs because ultimately dogs provide me so much love and happiness in my life and I would be lost without them. All right, guys, I think that's it. I think I'm done rambling about my birthdayness and uh, being sad and alone. <laughs> You know, I was talking to Mariah and I was telling her just all my woes and she's like, you know, for your whole like image of the podcast, like we want to keep this bad bitch vibe. Like, I don't know if you should necessarily go too much into about you being sad. And I was like, you know what, bitch, you may be right to an extent, but even bad bitches get sad and we have our low days. (laughs) Okay. So we have our low days and we get sad to remind ourselves that we are bad bitches and that we can get through anything we put our mind to. Okay. Okay. So I am super stoked to be 29. I'm super stoked to be in my thirties. I'm going to fucking peak in my thirties. Yo, it's going to be so great. So thank you for hanging out. Thank you for listening to my woes. I love and appreciate you all. If you haven't already, follow me at Raven After Dark Pod. If you haven't liked, wait, is it like, yeah, liked and followed my, uh, my fucking podcast, do it and give me a five star review. Four stars? Cool. Three stars? Mm. 
Just reach out to me on Instagram and tell me, what, tell me why you don't like it. No need to leave three stars. Four or five stars. I love you all, my little sex kittens. Have a great fucking titty Tuesday.